Welcome to The Scoop. My name is Roy Hughes. Today we are joined by Mohammed Abdul Salam, who is running for president of QBSU. Mo is the current environmental and ethical trade officer for QBSU, and today we're going to have a quick discussion with him about his 10-point manifesto. Yeah, your manifesto is built on three points, which are cheaper food, more jobs, and international and e-support. To look at your background, you are the current environmental and ethical trade officer, um, and you claim that you've made the campus cleaner and more environmentally friendly. Mm-hmm. How have you done this? So basically, we, as as in my through my position, I'm not able to achieve a lot of things. Uh, since it's restrict, uh, I'm restricted a lot of points, which I can come back to my manifesto point eight. So, which I'll be giving more support for part timers. So, coming back, so uh, we had some complaints during freshers' events that uh, there was some littering around. So, I made sure those complaints were addressed, and uh, I've been following up on uh, further events. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether the what do you call it, the littering policy has been maintained. So, th- those are the things which I worked on in terms of keeping the campus clean. And as far as the new SU is concerned, um, I was in a few committees and discussions where we put in proposals for the new SU building to make it uh, more eco-friendly. So right now we are, uh, the new SU building is built for Euro 2050 standards, mm-hmm. uh, environmental standards. So it is 80% powered by non-renewable source of energy. And by 2050, it is expected to be 100% uh, powered by eco-friendly reforms, eco-friendly uh, methods. So these are things I've been working on through my term in office. And apart from that, I've uh, taken in a lot of student recommendations as well, as I promised in my manifesto, my position. So uh, through, the, through that role, I've, uh, I've been working right now. It's not introduced yet to introduce a, a bike to work scheme. Uh, students, postgrad students right now don't have uh, enough bike protection available on campus. So uh, I've been working with the postgrad officer to bring that to life. So those are the things I've been working on so far in my position. Moving on then, uh, one of your first campaign promises are to bring about cheaper food and it's actually number one on your manifesto. Mm-hmm. Can you specify what this means? Does this mean cheaper food in the shop or cheaper food in general? Okay, so this can mean a lot of things. I, I wanted to keep it broad so I can include as many things as possible. I didn't want to restrict myself. Okay. So basically, uh, students spend uh, a huge chunk of their money on uh, food mm-hmm. and uh, considering the complications in Brexit and the other issues, we see that food is going to be the number one commodity that could uh, increase in price for students. So that can be a huge burden on students as well. So um, I have a couple of plans for this to counter this and to make sure the students are protected from the price rise. So firstly, I'll introduce price cappings. So I'll ensure that pre and post Brexit, the price remains same for the students. And uh, I'll urge the university to do that. The prices don't shoot up for uh, on campus. As in in the in the shop and in the QBSC shop and uh, the other uh, what do you call outlets of uh, around well, the campus. The shop downstairs it sells the food at like the lowest possible, possible price. A price that it can. So we'll make sure it remains that after Brexit as well. So okay. that's the commitment. Uh, that's the thing I'll be trying to do. Apart from that, I've been planning on um, putting partnerships with local restaurants. Mm-hmm. So in other university cities, so the, there's a concept of student discounts here in Belfast. Not so much. A couple of restaurants have it couple don't so i'll be pushing forward to bring in discounts uh, compulsory discounts mm-hmm. within a student union and a restaurant partnership so i've been speaking to a couple of restaurants and they're happy to what you call uh, offer this uh, discount program as well 
so th- those are the two things and in the long term uh, i'll be looking to introduce dining programs in the halls student halls mm-hmm. so right now we don't have any uh, dining pro- options in the halls so that'll be a way which i'll be trying to bring in uh, what are what do you mean by dining programs as dining in like programs as in like dinner kind of thing yeah dinner kind of thing like there's not much options like you either cook or like you have to order food mm-hmm. so there's not uh, enough options so i'll be looking to bringing that as well if is that necessarily cheaper though or is that just more this bringing more options up? cheaper and more options so that is my uh, oh okay um so moving on then uh the second sort of pillar of your manifesto is um bring about more jobs mm-hmm. is again is this within the SU or it's within and without as well uh, in the largest spectrum as well for students job is one of the primary what do you call criteria that they studying mm-hmm. to get a job so right now i feel i mean it, uh international students at times are struggling mm-hmm. for getting jobs uh, once they're done that is primarily due to visa issues so i'll be looking to uh, increase our, the uh, i'll be lobbying for bringing back the post study work visa for international students that is and for local students i'll be doing the reverse i'll, tr- I'll be trying to lo- look for international job opportunities and tie ups for example china and india mm-hmm. so it's like an exchange so those are the... is that not going to become more complicated with as you've mentioned the fiery volcano that is brexit Mm-hmm. I, I see it, to... I, I see it as a moment of opportunity okay yeah so uh, it's it's the right time to what do you call get those deals in i i agree with you that it yeah. it, it, can, it can be spun into um... yeah so we need to set uh, we need to set track in the right direction okay. so that's why it's on my manifesto so we shouldn't lose track at uh, this point of brexit and our focus should be clear so there's no it's it's intentionally broad in the you're saying you want to bring about more jobs but there's not a concrete manner on how to do that as of yet as of yet there's not con- there's no concrete but then the yeah. ideas have been uh, laid out so the idea is basically to lobby b- for, for international students to mm-hmm. bring back the post study work visa mm-hmm. and for local students to have uh, global study opportunities okay the support the international and eu students in particular mm-hmm. the that they get that it's not um it's not up to standard it's fallen mm-hmm. short mm-hmm. firstly how is it fallen short and how would you address this issue simple like there are not enough language assistance for example if you go to into queens which i was part of initially mm-hmm. so there were language assistants who helped us with uh, getting along as in i i didn't need it but then some of the chinese students and the other students they took had the help of language assistants in the su we don't have any such concepts so this is kind of li- limiting their participation in the students union mm-hmm. and they f- form a major chunk of the student population as of now so i feel we need to have uh, language assistants at least in a part time basis or a voluntary basis to help us uh, bridge that gap and as far as eu students are concerned uh, with brexit they are most most likely to be worried about uh, what their status is and what their uh, status as a student is other universities have been uh, following the other students for example the ucl students union they having uh, sessions which are educating students about uh, the impacts of uh, brexit and how they can uh, what how they can be prepared for it and we are not visibly doing anything oh they're given like information information sessions, sessions exactly oh, okay. and we have not focused much on that cons- and uh, considering the fact we are like in a primary location for brexit so that should be our focus so unfortunately we have not been uh, up to standards with that so that be focus yes is that in a similar vein to you mentioned that you want to introduce more language uh whenever you're working with the equality and diversity position yeah yeah is that the same kind of it's the same kind of thing that you want to introduce language officers to try and bridge the gap between international students exactly so that we can hear them as well okay. the issues for all the students not just a few so uh is it not the issues then if you're going to be hiring more officers 
finding money within the wage budget to do that? No, this will be uh, working more on a voluntary basis. Okay. So I'll try to work on a program which brings in... Uh, oh, so it might, ne- it might be older students who are helping younger students kind exactly. of thing? Okay. Something like the buddy scheme, but then more language focused. Oh, that's why you work with the Equality exactly. University. Okay. Another key issue in your manifesto is the idea of tackling the housing crisis in Northern mm-hmm. Ireland, specifically mm-hmm. uh, private renting for students who are off campus, mm-hmm. that they aren't in Queen's University buildings. Mm-hmm. And you suggest um, Queen's University becoming a guarantor mm-hmm. for international students mm-hmm. and presuming any student who's in need. Have you spoken to QUB about that yet? I haven't spoken that. Once I get into office, I'll be doing that as well. Because, I mean, that could be quite a complicated issue. That could run mm-hmm. into, like, millions and millions of pounds very mm-hmm. quickly. Mm-hmm. And... So there can be gap as well, like yeah. the most needing students, so we can work out a program for that. Mm-hmm. Queen's, no matter what it says, is a business. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's all about making money in mm-hmm. the most efficient manner. Mm-hmm. That would be something that would be very high risk. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, they need international students, right? True, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, and they uh, earn the most from international students. So they have to do this. You say we're behind schedule on building the new Students' University? Yep, yep. Our Students' Union building? Yes, yes. Uh, how do you know that we're behind schedule? So, uh, we sh- the building should have been demolished by now. Mm-hmm. It hasn't been done. So, that is number one indication that we're behind schedule. Has there been any sort of reason? Reason? I spoke to the current president, Connor. He said the planning permission is delayed. I, I think these are not excuses that we need to take. We need to push it forward. Mm-hmm. And as a civil engineer, I feel I have the technical knowledge and uh, the understanding of the construction industry. To push this forward. Well, so that'll be for my entire... The last time I was speaking to people about the proposed, like, knocking down of the building and building mm-hmm. of the new one, it was that it was in a three-year plan. Mm-hmm. And that in the summer, at the start of the summer, it would be, it would, demolition would commence. Mm-hmm. And then you still have enough time to build it mm-hmm. to be within that three-year time period. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of these plans? No, I haven't heard of this. But then, like, uh, we should be starting to demolish. So it is, uh, we're still behind schedule, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Um, and no disrespect to you being a second year civil engineer student, mm-hmm. but you don't have the same level of expertise as people who are on the planning committee. How, why would they take At your... least I don't know what's happening. At least I don't know what's happening, right? So I can direct them and mm-hmm. uh, get the student's voice to be heard in the best possible way and get it get the building done in time for them. But will a private company here trying to demolish the SU and all that kind of stuff and rebuild another one, will mm-hmm. they take advice from... A second year civil engineer student. But I'll be the president of the students union as well, right? So, Well, isn't it... I'm just saying it's like an added advantage I have. But I think that Connor in the position now as president is that he gives um, he gives advice and he gives suggestions about what the students want. Mm-hmm. Because the SU isn't autonomous, it doesn't have full control over what will happen. Mm-hmm. So even if you become president, you're only kind of offering advice rather than being able to declare when things should be happening by. Mm-hmm. Do you understand what I mean? But I can dictate in, uh, at certain points, right? If I want to get it done. I'm I'm not sure. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Is that it's it's a third party here. Dem- third party here demolishing. Yeah, it goes through a bidding process and we select a third party contractor yeah. who comes in. But then I feel the process can be quick, uh, what do you call it? Uh, quicken up a bit. Uh, well, what would be the advantage of speeding it up? The students get access to the uh, students union quickly. Well, the more we're delaying it, the more we are uh, denying them the opportunity of uh, enjoying the new union. But to be uh, to to play devil's advocate, we do have an SU right now. Mm-hmm. But then it is uh, far smaller than what it's going to be. Mm. So this is technically cannot hold all the students. So I want a student's union for everyone. Mm. We need a building fit for purpose in that case. Um, 
So how will you quicken the autonomization of the SU, if that's the right term? Autonomization. So right now we are um, we are on the uh, we we've called in an external organization. I spoke to Damien. He said we have an external organization that is auditing the process. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'll ensure that is a priority and that is not being missed out. So that will be just. I know that um, to. To autonomize the union, there's like X amount of legislation and X mm-hmm. amount of uh, legal and all this kind of stuff exactly. that needs to be So I make sure it's prioritized. Yeah. So that's what I said. My 10-point manifesto, it's what will lay the plans. So I may, I'll i make sure these are my priorities. Okay. So, yeah. Um, Another key point in your manifesto is that you want to support part-time officers. Okay. Is that uh, from your own experience? Perfect, or? Exactly. See, a lot of times I feel like part-time, part-time officers are let down at places mm-hmm. and they're not given enough support. Support and recognition, for example, they're doing their work on a voluntary basis. I'm doing my work, uh, my part-time work on a voluntary basis. And basic recognition would motivate me more to be involved in my work. So, How do you mean by basic recognition? Recognition, just a jacket, which says I'm an environmental ethical trade officer and a photo on the website. Those are the thing, uh, things that kind of motivate a student to work more as well. Oh, some sort of um, recognition. Making it f- official kind of exactly, thing. Yeah. Exactly. So we don't really feel part of the change and part of what is happening. So, so we've been alienated at, at yeah. places. So it's, it, how would you bring them in then? Yeah, by giving them the rights, giving them their jackets, giving them uh, proper recognition on the website and uh, updating what they've done on the social media. A lot of times I've done a lot of, uh, I've met the vice chancellor, I've met the mayor of Belfast and a lot of times these have been neglected mm-hmm. and not posted on social media and the focus is on full-time officers. I mean, I agree they're being, uh, they're the full-time officers but at the same time we are doing a voluntary job and uh, the pay- minimum thing I think the student unions can do is give some recognition. So, I agree with you, yeah. Um, so, moving on to the last couple of questions. Mm-hmm. You you say that QUB has committed to being fossil free by 2020. 2020. Um, and I, I, I'm confused as to why you're mentioning it. Are you... Cause it's, I'll, make, I'll, make, I'll ensure that's a priority. Yeah. That's an issue I'll focus on. I'll make sure they, what do you call, uh, do it. So it's, on my cards, yeah. So, it's about ensuring that they... Stick to their words. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and finally, uh, your last point is number ten. If I'm counting down properly, mm-hmm. yep, yep. Uh, is that you want to basically get rid of red tape? Yep. How would you go about doing that? Um, so there are like many ways. Like there's not any uh, one way for this. So for example, in clubs and so- societies, there's not enough uh, transparency as well. This mm-hmm. would include transparency as well. So I'll try to involve uh, online registrations of clubs. So uh, people can register to a club online, which is not being, which is not the case right now. Mm-hmm. So it's more of a manual and old scale way. And uh, as far as the SU is concerned, I'll try to bring in more uh, transparency through uh, uh, streaming the uh, council sessions. So we're just having, uh, we're tweeting it about it, yeah, but like... we're not uh, streaming it. I feel if we stream it, uh, people will know what what's happening in a much more detailed way. And uh, information can reach students as well quickly. Okay. Apart from Twitter, Twitter is doing a good job as well. <laughs> You're trying to get our vote. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I agree with you that there is an awful lot of legality that could be removed mm-hmm. uh, within the SU. Um, but that is a slow process. To... Yeah, yeah, so I'll initiate that process and I'll make sure that's a priority in my... Uh... Oh, so it's not it's not that you're, you'll are you get rid of it within a year, it's that you yeah, want yeah, to start that's not, that's that's not my thing. That's yeah. what I say. Uh, if you've read my Twitter, I'd say, I had used this word. I'm, uh, I am consider myself as a neo-politiculturist. Okay. So that means that I'm uh, trying to create a path, changing the ex- existing methods and existing norms. 
So that's what I'm trying to do. To find out more information about the QDB SEO election coverage, or to listen into our interviews with the running candidates, follow at QR the Scoop on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thank you for listening.